And now, our feature presentation. We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. Now, you see, I would never say these things, at least not in a public address, but someone else would. Someone like Jordan Peele. This is a dangerous time. Moving forward, we need to be more vigilant with what we trust from the internet. That's a time when we need to rely on trusted news sources. It may sound basic, but how we move forward and the age of information is going to be the difference between whether we survive or whether we become some kind of fucked up dystopia. Thank you. Stay woke, bitches. <laughs> I thought it was only right to uh, kick off session 44 with a message from President 44. You know what I'm saying? Ha! Had to be bro to the punch with the number this week. Even though I think we had agreed last week that this week was going to be Obama anyway. But anyway. What up? Session 44. What up? We in the building. Hell yeah. We in your car. We in your workplace. We in your headphones. We in your fucking ear. We in your fucking brain. Uh, yeah. Dunking on these motherfuckers like Greek freaks. Oh yeah, let's get the live reaction of the end of uh, what, what's this game for? Boston, Milwaukee. Five seconds to go. Boston up two. I mean, Boston down two with the oh, ball. Oh, Jason, hey, Jason oh, Tatum shit. with the wild ass toss. Morris, he about to tie. Morris, Morris going for the tie. Ugh, miss. Game over, folks. Milwaukee with the uh, tied up the series. All right, Milwaukee tying up the series there. I mean, shit. Let's jump right into the playoffs. Fuck it. Jumping uh, in. Jumping right in. Um. We got the Pelicans sweeping Portland. Pelicans sweeping Portland. How do you feel about that, bro? Like, demo man, what the fuck, fam? Yeah, like that's you still finna be able to get these these uh these uh what votes and shit. You already be complaining about votes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, his All Star uh, campaign. That yeah, he, he be complaining about. Did he? Ma he made it right this he year. Probably made it a couple times, but he never been a starter or some shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I mean, that's not helping it, helping out your case there, bro. Right. Like <laughs> I'm not understanding. Like, and you got it. Like nobody was hurt this year. You know, Mo Harkless came back. Like I'm not thinking about Mo Harkless as somebody that's right. an mm -hmm. intricate piece of that team. But you know, everybody's got their role player that means something to the team and. You never know what a player does behind the scene for a team, but still, like... Let's go through the numbers of that series real quick. Let's see what Damo... I want to just compare Damo. Can you pull it up real quick? What, Damo's numbers from regular season compared to, like... Nah, Damo's uh, regular... I mean, playoff four games compared to um, CJ. CJ? Yeah. All right. Who balled out harder? Uh, Let's see. Let me see. Let me see. Portland playoff... Might have they might have stats 2018. Google with that real quick. Uh, playoffs. All right, got it here. Here we go. Game one. Uh, 
I don't have the different games. I got the totals over the four. I got the averages for the game. Oh, for real? Yep. So, CJ McCullough averaged 25 points, while Damo averaged 18. Uh, CJ shot 51, 52, no, 51.9%. Uh, Damo, 35. Um, uh, CJ shot 42% from the three, while Damo was 30. CJ only shot 76% from the line. Damo shot 88%. Um, shit. This shit ain't looking too good. I mean, Damo had more rebounds, four to two. Uh, looks like he had more assists, four to three. And they averaged about the same amount of everything else. Um, I don't know, man. He had. He, had, look, he averaged four turnovers, though. He had Damo 19 did. in game one, 22. This is CJ. <laughs> Right. 19 in game one, 22 in game two, 22 in game three, 38 in game four. Right. And uh, Lillard, uh, Lillard game one, 18, game two, 17, game two, game three, 20, game four, 19. So he only cracked 20 once, and that was 20 points. Right. In game three. So come on, Dame, Dame, man. I mean, shit, I don't know. Like, what that, Nurkic do? All that shit he be talking. Right, Nurk? I mean, I thought Nurk, Nurk was going to be the, out there with a five-pointer in game three. See, like, I thought Nurk was going to be a big piece and, like, a big deciding factor is just somebody that could, like, you know, push that team to be better because I just always felt like he was a good center. I always felt like he was a mini, uh, uh, what's the nigga in Denver? Uh, Jokic. I felt like he was, like, a mini Jokic. Or, like, they his played game. together. Right, they did in Denver. So I feel like he could be like a nigga like him, and I feel like they got rid of Nurky because he was just basically another joke. But I don't know, man. But mm-hmm. you know, kudos to that motherfucking uh to that Chicago Pelicans team. I mean, the New Orleans Pelicans team. You know got what I'm saying? Etwan Moore, Rondo, Miritich, yeah, Anthony Davis from Chicago. Yeah, so Rondo, Rondo put on a show with the Dimes. Yeah, only time he was under uh. 10 dimes was 9 dimes, and that was game two. 17 dimes, 9 dimes, 11 dimes, 16 dimes. I like the fact that Anthony Davis is showing, like, even though the nigga DeMarcus is in my age. 14 turnovers for Rondo in the four games. You said what about 80? I just like the fact that, um, I just like the fact that Anthony Davis is basically showing niggas, like, yo, I could do it without, you know, DeMarcus, even though he's hurt. 35, 22, 28, 47 points for him in those four games. AD. All right. So yeah, I like I like I was watching, you know what I'm saying, them uh when did the DeMarcus come over? Was that this year or last year? I wanna say it was sometime at the end of last year. Well, I mean I'm my bad, this season. No, it was the end of last season, I believe. I don't think it was this season. Mm-hmm. It might have been this season though. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. But uh I don't know, it seemed like uh they was playing through DeMarcus a little more once he you know what I'm saying. When he got over there? Yeah. I think they was just playing through DeMarcus more because they had to get him incorporated to get him interested. Not necessarily because they wanted to, but because, you know, you gotta stroke his ego, you gotta put him somewhere good, you gotta put him somewhere where he feels like he's actually a part of the team and not just, you know, trade piece shit like that. I think that's where that came from. And I think he's kind of known across the league as maybe the best center in the league and all that. And maybe they look at him as being better than AD, but I don't know. I ain't never really think that. I thought I thought AD was a little bit better, but I mean, DeMarcus, DeMarcus is a beast, though. I'm not saying he, but I, I, I feel like AD is better. I feel like people like DeMarcus because he's still got like that old school, like 
low post like he's unstoppable on offense don't get me wrong i feel like ad plays both sides better yeah definitely i feel like ad's the more complete play, player i think people just get excited about demarcus because he's got the old school game down low where he can bang down low dunk a nigga you know he's got the little moves or whatnot but at the same time he can come out and shoot the three he can dribble drive he can actually bring the ball up the court yeah. you know what i'm saying so he's versatile in that respect and i think people like his potential of what he could do on defense if he like really honed in on that shit. Yeah. Cause if he we did, haven't seen him in the playoffs, right? Who, Demarcus? Right. Nah. But yeah, I he might. He might. He will, we'll see. You know, he might go crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that's if he stays. You know, you never know what's gonna happen this offseason. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, what, what's that Heat? What's that Heat uh, Sixer series at? Three to one, I think Philly. Yeah, Philly went down there. Miami and one one. Um. I think the Warriors are gonna close Spurs out today. Uh, what else we got shaking? Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta talk about how these motherfucking Cleveland Cavaliers is down two one right now. Do they play oh, yeah. today? Mm-hmm. They, they play, play today? after this. Ooh, I think it's this game and then the Cleveland game. Yeah, like like, gee, this nigga Bron go down three one. Oh no, this. Wizards play today too. So it's this game, Wizards game, and then Cleveland game. Ooh, what you okay? I mean, I, uh, talking about Bron, man. What you what you feel about that? How you feel about that? Uh, I just don't, man. It's crazy because um, I was just listening to the last game, but from what I hear, it was like LeBron was was looking real, real tired. Did you see the last game? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really watch the most of the last game at all. I didn't. I'm just really like see who? Basically, like I'm just like who else is going to like put up a game for Cleveland? Like have nobody a, have a game? Like not nobody. not help him out, but have a game? Nobody. You know what I'm saying like nobody like only pe- only person I could think of is K Love and like, I don't see that shit happening. That's what I always said about you think, Bron. You think you think um what's the nigga name uh you think Jeff Green gonna have a thirty piece? You think no. Jr gonna have a thirty Maybe. piece? <sighs> that's iffy. It'd be I, that's real. It'd be vintage Jr. You think Jordan Clarkson or Rodney Hood gonna have a thirty piece? You think Nat Nan's gonna have a thirty? I don't think so, man. Somebody gotta have a thirty piece. And, and it, it, can, it can't be Bron. Like, Bron would have to go be Bron, obviously, but somebody else got to gotta play. And I don't, I, don't, I don't see that. Who are they playing against? Indiana, like, Oladipo. Steady killing their ass with an isolation, dribble, penetrate. He got, he got what you call it that's just, that's just hooping on both sides of the uh, court. Uh, that Bogdanovich, right? Yeah. And I feel like uh, what you call it is a, is, is a decent big man, too. Turner. Turner and Sabonis. Right, right, Sabonis. But, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like they got a little bit more of a uh, steady balance on both sides of the court. I think they're just a young team that's growing together and they're clicking at the right time, too. And then Victor Oladivo being young but still a veteran in the game, like, he's clicking at the right time. Because him and uh, him and um, Bodanovich both put up 30 balls. At yeah, least, you know Bodanovich put up a 30-ball last game. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, Bron's come back from 3-1 before, so. He almost had 51 game, right? Who, Bron? six or some shit. What did he have? One yeah, game. 45. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's the game I did watch front to back, and he scored, like, the first 16 points. And that's a game they still could have lost. Like, even Lance though Lance could fuck around and tweak, but he don't think he get enough minutes. Nah, Lance be out there playing good-ass defense, and he, and he be out there, like, getting his assists, and he, and he makes his shots when he needs to make his shots. 
I don't think they give him the ball enough, but he's more than capable. Like you, like you think about Jr. I think I think probably the same about Lance. Like if he got enough looks and enough minutes, he could put up thirty. Yeah, I think Lance is tweaking too hard sometimes. Just how Jr. be tweaking too hard sometimes. That's why, and I think Indiana's more cautious about letting him tweak. But I think about Indiana being better coached than Cleveland because. <laughs> They ain't being coached like Brian run this team. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying about Brian. Like he's a very good player. Like he's the best in the league. Whatever. Blah blah blah. But he's so good, he diminishes other players for real. For real. Like he don't like like the nigga that he helped like become better. He ran the nigga off, or the nigga wanted to go do his own thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Like mm, it's just it's just interesting to see what this going like continue to happen with these playoffs. You got a Utah OKC OKC one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Utah OKC one last night. Utah won last night. So it's what two two. Hold on, let me look. I believe it's two two. That shit, that shit's a dope little series. <clears throat> More fucking uh, Rubio. Yeah, had the trip. Was had, going ham. had the trip W. Uh, the trip double. Uh, triple double. Uh, ha. Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rubio was going ham. Yeah, the nigga uh, Russ said he gonna shut down that shit next game. That Rubes, like, that shit is a flash in the pan. Like, mm. no more of that shit. Yeah. I'm trying to see what it is. Fuck. Oh, duh. right here. Bang, bang. What is it? Damn, bro? Utah's up 2 to 1. Ooh, Utah up 2 1. So we probably. Their first, game, their first game in Utah was yesterday, and they, they, they was lit. Like, that crowd was. uh. That shit look raw. I love them fucking jerseys. Them. I used to hate them, but that shit got. Oh, them gotta, jerseys got to go to it right now. What them jerseys? They, I don't think they had the jerseys on there, but their court was like you the know, obviously. court flick, the but jersey had, flick, the crowd yeah, flick, the crowd, the everything game, flick, bro. They gave each section a different. Gee, uh, I, I I fuck with them. I fuck with these new jazz jerseys. I really do. Not even not even just those, but the yellow ones, the the, the regular purple ones. Like yeah, them bitches flick. Them. them bitches flick. Um. What other series are we talking about? Houston and Minnesota. That's Towns got exposed for being a pussy. This uh, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, well, I already got exposed for being a pussy. He finally played. He finally played last night. They won last night. Yeah, I mean he's still young though. Like people gotta remember, like he's only what 21, 22. So he's got eight game one, five game two. And then he had 18 game three yesterday. Yeah, he was like what? Like he had 16 rebounds. But he's been he's been bored and he's been getting he double digit boards. But you know. Yeah, they were saying old ass nanny was out there making him look like a boy. And I'm like, the nigga is young. No, he ain't nothing but like what, 22, 23, or 21, something like that. So, I mean, all that shit takes takes play like or or actually means something when it comes to uh, dealing with the professional sports. I believe, especially in playoff situations. Like, I always feel like experience wins out over athleticism and, like, just young and just doing all that shit. Like, experience is going to win, period. Straight up. Because you know what to do in crucial situations. You know how to carry yourself. You know how to hold yourself. You know how to deal with the adrenaline. So, yeah, Minnesota and uh, Houston, they could, uh, they could fuck around it. Hmm. Yeah, that was their first game at home, Minnesota, I think. So, they could even it up. Yeah, they 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 could even it up. You know what I'm saying? That was a good, that was a big win for them. They would take uh, at least get one of those home games, and they got it. So, uh, and then today, yeah, motherfucking Wizards, Wiz and Raps. Mmm, that series so up in the air. I think it's gonna be one of them home series that goes seven games, and Toronto winning seven games, cause 
them niggas some choke artists. Like, think about it. Like, Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, I don't fuck with them. I don't believe in them. But I really don't believe in the Wizards at all. Like... I think they could turn. I think John Wall and Bradley Beal could just go ham. I don't. I don't see uh, I don't Lowry see them, going gee, crazy, man. Gee, I I wish you could look it up and tell me how many road games have the Wizards won in the past two, three years they've been in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you that bitch is under three, if not under two. The Wizards at home now, right? Yeah, they be winning their home games. They don't win no away games. G. They don't win on the road in the playoffs. They just don't. Like, they just don't. That shit just don't pop off on them niggas like that. And you think it's over our, uh, the, the Warriors up three zip yeah, right now? Yeah, that's cooked. They about, to, uh, they about to move forward today? Yeah, it's about to be done. They about to rest up like Pels. They about to play the Pels. Ah, then ain't no resting up. Hell no. That which is lit. Go right in. Shit, they might lose today just so Steph could rest them up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Session conversation. So Drew Holiday been hooping too. Yeah. Like hooping, hooping. Nigga been going crazy. I mean, he's always had that potential though. I always remember him being somebody who, you know, used to go for bucket buckets. I mean, he had a string of injuries that put him down. So D Rose been hooping off the bench for uh for Tibbs. For, yeah, the uh, Minnesota. Yeah. You know, I'm a D Rose hater, so I can't give him no props. Yeah, I fuck with Rose. He he been uh Putting buckets up off the bench. But that's good though. Like I feel like he's finally, I feel like he's finally grown accustomed to like the style of play. You know what I'm saying? He's like finally figured out the style of play he needs to have because he doesn't have the certain type of explosiveness he used to have. Like he's still crafty as fuck. You he's know still fa- he fast as fuck. I don't know why people keep saying that. Like he, the man averaged 20 points down there last season. True, but like <clears throat> people it, just be jaded by what people say on TV. They don't be watching. The niggas still got go. Yeah, obviously, but, but, but it's like I don't feel like he like goes towards the hole like he used to. Like I like he attacks like he used to. I feel like he be pulling back looking for his jump shot more often. Damn, you don't think so? Nah, dude. Nah, the nigga played exactly the same. Exactly. Hell yeah! If you watch any time, if you watch, I mean, you don't watch though. I mean, if you watch it. You'll, you'll notice the nigga play exactly the same. Everybody, every time he do something, why, what they always say, vintage D Rose. How many times you no. gonna say vintage D Rose? Every time he scores, vintage D Rose. No, it's D Rose. Stop saying vintage D Rose. It's D Rose. Motherfuckers be tweaking. Speaking of that nigga though, you see his new shoes? Mm. D Rose nines. Yeah, those shits look like uh some Yeezy sample. What like the uh, runners? Nah, like um. Like the other one, the boost. They look like a uh, basketball easy boost. I got a D Rose seven and a, some other D Rose that got boost. Like two of them got a boost, but before they was like sprint frame before boost came popular. So I fuck with the boost. I fuck with the uh, the Hardens. I fuck with boost, so I might have to look at them. All right, man. Let's get off of this basketball. We've been we've been sportsed out the first uh, twenty minutes of this shit. Let's see what we gonna move into next. Uh. So yeah, I was gone and shit, and on vacation and shit. Uh, hell yeah, that shit was dope as fuck, man. How, how was your trip, sir? Had to go out west. That shit was dope, man. I went out uh to Vegas and Arizona and shit just to uh try to get a get a look at things and shit and have a little vacation nice but while i was out there and shit uh it was like did you hear about the flight uh that got hit with the uh 
the sharp no from the engine yeah hell yeah i saw that so i wrote down i wrote down that like fuck yeah that shit was wild wasn't really trying to think about it didn't really think about it man <clears throat> you know what i'm saying but it was kind of crazy and shit you said right now was your form of travel and shit yeah yeah i was with some folks where it was their first time on the plane and shit but obviously that happened when we were out there so they already got on the plane to go out there but yeah, we was uh That shit that whole little situation was a tweet. And the fact I seen a story that said that um the <laughs> FAA had recommended that they get those those like the particular part that malfunction looked at and they said that they needed about a year to like I guess get it together to get all those fixed on the planes and shit. What and they rushed it? And and then no, it's not the fact that they rushed it, it's the fact that the FAA was like, Okay, you get a year and let them still <laughs> operate and shit. Oh damn. Right. Right, so like, who's at fault? Southwest Ride flying the wheels fall plate? off. Right, uh, right, 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 right. That's real shit. That's not cool. But uh, yeah, I'm like, so like they uh, they brought her back in and shit. I guess like the window had broken. She damn near was like getting sucked up out, and they brought her back in. That's that's some real uh, what do they call that? Good Samaritan shit. What are they? What well, no, nah, somebody died on that plane. Yeah, the woman that they tried to pull back in died. Right. Then, then somebody said her head got cut off. Ooh, really? But then I heard a story like she just got sucked out the plane. I heard that they like was trying to pull it back in. I don't know if they did pull it back in or like she got sucked out. Yeah, that shit's crazy. But uh, yeah, my um, that's part of my little story in the uh, the what you call it uh was uh like a former former jet fighter or something too like the pilot yeah yeah so she kind of was like being able to control the uh turbulence and be able to get them down mm. safely that's i mean good. that's all pilots would probably have that you know skill but she said that she was able to uh be you know kind of calm and dealt with that before from further experiences in the uh, and being in just in, like a different type of jet you know what i'm saying like Experiencing turbulence from, I don't know, a, a possible dogfight or being in enemy territory or being chased as opposed to just, you know, flying a commercial flight. I'm pretty sure it's two different things. Because, so. yeah, they was giving her the old, you know, pat shoulders <clears throat> and whatnot. Giving her the patties? Yeah, and I thought at first, I thought she was just like one of those attendants that be up and down the aisle. But, no, nah, she was the actual pilot. So, patty shoulders to uh, Patty. What was her name? <laughs> Hold on, man. Let's get a name correct. Tammy Joe Schultz. Yeah. Joe Schultz. The, the heroic ex-fighter pilot who safely landed the striking plane. Gang, gang. But yeah, rest in peace to uh, the victim. Um, Rip. I didn't get. I got her name written down, but yeah. Um. Speaking of Pat Shoulders, check it. Check out this clip. When it comes to college applications, this school has got it covered. All of these students you see in this classroom at the International High School of New Orleans have received at least 20 acceptance letters, many that come with hefty scholarships. Senior Darren Francois takes the win when it comes to the number of congratulatory letters from schools across the country. I just applied, 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 I didn't know how many it was, so once they started to come to the mail, I was like, oh my God, that's many <laughs> coming more and more and more. I'm like, oh God. So now today I have 83 now. It's the kind of mass mail that parents like to find in their mailbox. Oh. Did I mention these letters include over $3 million hey, in scholarships? Come back from being it's wonderful. That is a blessing. And when? 
I'm gold. I'm very proud. But it doesn't stop with Francois. How many colleges have you been accepted to? 25 and counting. What? Do I hear 25 and counting? Other students have their options of universities and other schools as well, with the scholarship money being a deciding factor along with life goals. I started to focus more on my career choice and schools that would promote me in that area. High school faculty is considering this to be a banner year as it's the most scholarships they've ever seen because they make the application process a daily priority. I think we got on some of their nerves to be honest with you, but we continue to hammer at them to let them know that the world is yours if you reach out and get it. We're doing it. We made it. We've accomplished a lot and it's exciting. Just stay true to yourself. If you know you're going to get in, you're going to get in. I don't know what the fuck they was talking about. What they talking about, bro? All right, so check it. Uh, this one team, I believe it's schools down in New Orleans. This one team got accepted into uh, 93 College. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but that, but the, what the story was about was just the school that he went to alone. Like, just because he got into, accepted into the 93 colleges, check it. There was other students, like, the majority of the students in the school got accepted into, like, over 25 on average. You know what I'm saying? So many different schools, so... It was just basically showcasing the school's excellence and just, you know, making it a priority to get these kids to college and how good the kids were doing to the point they actually got accepted into these different schools and shit. So I, I heard uh, we, we were talking about some Pat Shoulders and I thought that was, you know, dope Pat Shoulders story. Shout out to the, to the students getting the education. I watched the get video. Learn though. on. I watched your, the video. Get your, get your learn on. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the video, and what definitely made me excited about the video was that uh, all the kids that I saw were uh, black. Yeah. So, so that's definitely the, the kid that got into the 83 was a, a young black man. So I'm definitely uh, excited for all of them. I did see that, man. Kind of remind me of the story where the uh, lady was talking about how the one kid was obnoxious about how many uh, how many scholarships he had uh, gotten accepted into. Yeah. How school. many schools that he had uh yeah, I think the I think the one kid alone had like got ninety three million, or the school between all the students either either him himself got three million in, Corona. in, in, in uh, scholarships or aid or something like that, or it was like all the kids put together got that much together was three million. So I thought that was pretty dope, man. You know, so patty it up for them. Uh, what else we got going on? What else? Oh. What else? Starbucks. Fuck boys. Hold up. Starbucks plans to close 8,000 U.S. stores for an afternoon of racial <laughs> bias education. The company says nearly 175,000 employees will be lying, trained May boy. 29th to ensure everyone inside a Starbucks being store lying. feels safe <laughs> and welcome. The move follows the controversial arrest of two black men inside of Philadelphia Starbucks. We got Witnesses the said the men were quietly waiting on a friend, but the store manager called police to say they were refusing to buy something or leave. The incident sparked protests and calls for a Starbucks boycott. The men were arrested but never charged. They've were since harassed. discussed the issue with Starbucks they CEO Kevin Johnson, who You're called the outcome, quote, reprehensible. Materials for the company's training session are being developed with the input of a number of experts, including the president of the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund and former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder. For United News International. Fuck out of here for, 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 for session conversation, another white man. Now, so check it. Starbucks, you are getting a goofy Mandela for the week. You are shutting down a gang of stores. Hmm. 
to basically try to put in a class to teach your employees how to deal with minorities. How long have you been operating in this country? How many minorities do you employ at the moment? And why the fuck is this even taking place? A whole class? A whole fucking class you're going to shut down. I think they said 8,000 or 80,000 stores in the United States on May 29th. I would like for everyone in this fucking country to boycott exactly on May 29th. Day they open. Don't go get no Starbucks. Don't do shit with them niggas. Don't go online. Don't do nothing. Don't get coffee. Don't get a fucking donut. Don't get coffee cake. Don't get don't, don't get no vintage shit. Alright? Don't even touch that shit. Don't look at that shit. Like drive by Starbucks and honk your horn or like spit on the window or something when you see that shit. May 29th. Like that shit is stupid as fuck. I I say it's okay that we just start looting all Starbucks. We looting Starbucks? Yeah. I think well, that we should start tonight. Like you should probably do some more planning and some more homework, but do some do a little bit more uh, investigating. Yeah, but just go start taking all their money. <laughs> like that's just ridiculous. And like, do all the minorities like get days off? Like, fuck Starbucks, take their money. That shit's wild as hell. Like, I don't just, give them no more money. Take their money. I just don't understand, man. Like, I don't know, man. That that it as a as a as a person as a minority if i work for that company i'd be like what the fuck y'all got going on like <laughs> this shit stupid as fuck like stupid as fuck but might have to do a uh, a survey do a serves whenever i see a starbucks and uh i just have to go in there and look, look search for minority employees and start asking them how they feel about this particular incident and see uh see what my survey comes up with see if they're see if they even know about it for one Two, see if they are offended and care. C or three, if they uh, don't give a fuck and are trying to earn a check. Bro, got some more shit that we got some more polls and surveys we gonna get into. I'm well, a, yeah, throw them out. No, no, no. We got some more goofies. Hold on, I got another goofy. Check it out. So first on Fox 19 now tonight, some new <laughs> Richmond residents are calling the their neighbors racist. One family has their display on the front porch with several Confederate flags, but that's not all. A warning now, some of the images you're about to see, they might be offensive to some. Fox 19 has Maytal Levy is live in New Richmond. She has a reaction. Just down the road here on Ohio State Road 132, <laughs> one home is getting lots of attention. One viewer reached out to me directly, calling that display disturbing so and racist. Tonight I spoke to the family who put that display up. You decide, racist or not. No way, shape, or form should anybody think it is racist. I like that. You be the judge. A black mannequin with painted lips. These figures with wigs strapped to the porch and multiple Confederate flags of all sizes sit outside this home in the 2000 block of State Route 132. What would you say to someone who's driving by this and says that family hates black people? I would say, you know, everybody hates everybody, you know. It just depends on what you hate, you know, what you like. Louis Jones Jr. lives (laughs) here with his father. He and his friend Tammy spoke to us about the display, saying it's been up for years. They went up, a few of them at one time, and then a couple more were added, but the flags have always flown. That's for our country. We ain't got nothing to do with race. We ain't racial. Jones tells me he's racial. proud to fly the Confederate flag. The rebel flag, it, it's the not. Confederate flag. Yeah, it's not racist. It's for the war that we won, you know. Which war? <laughs> God war. damn. And we is what? in the south or the north? We is in the north. 
So that flag would be the wrong flag to fly. <laughs> Um, in some people's eyes, Jim Wenker has lived in Clinton oh, County for fuck. most of his life. He says Lindale is fairly quiet, yeah, but some boy. things are unacceptable. <laughs> if he's doing something in poor taste, uh, with something black as an effigy or whatever, that's, that's not appropriate. So back to the display. This is nothing but antique art. As for those black figures. All the baseball players on there are actual you know, from the first blacks that played the baseball game. They were asking specifically also what the black mannequin is supposed to represent. Oh, the, not like the mom of the, of the baseball players, basically. Yeah. Jones tells me his family so, has so yeah. Goofy, man. Came across that. Goofies. Goofies. You know what they look like. You heard how they sound, so you could only imagine how they look. It's out in Ohio. I fucking hate Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, fuck Ohio, bro. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, Joe. I got no love that. for Ohio. Bro. Ohio is like, nah. You, when you, like, listen, you coming from, let's just say you come from Indiana, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just sunny as fuck and shit. As soon as you get in Ohio, the clouds Gee, come. like, the cornfields look different. The it's, sky. The sky looks like it's running away from the ground. Swear to God, it feels like the sky is taller or, or higher or something. G, like Goodyear Tire Factory, fuck out of here. G, going in Ohio, you know I fucking hate Ohio. Ain't no free highway going in Ohio from here. I gotta pay toll road. Toll road, all half that bitch always under construction. Potholes be bigger than fucking Tyra Banks' forehead. You feel me? Like shit, just be the wildest shit. You feel me? And speaking of foreheads, I ain't done, man. I got more goofies. Hold up. <laughs> this woman says something about her face has been bothering her for years. It's the size of her forehead. I am so ready to have this done. Jenna <laughs> wants more than an inch of her forehead to vanish. So she's having a rare procedure called forehead reduction. Everyone laughs because this isn't a very common procedure. Beverly Hills plastic surgeon, Dr. Michael K. Obang, will be performing the operation. <laughs> the doctor draws a line on her forehead showing where her ideal hairline should be. Oh, that's what I want. Jenna's forehead <laughs> is four inches. All this is coming up. A tape measure shows to remove an inch and a half. Just to get it all done, I'm nervous. In the operating room, the doctor shows us what we can expect. We're going to move this can down. We're going to remove all this trip. Right, so let's do it. He uses a zigzag <laughs> cutting method designed to make the incision look more natural. The forehead reduction takes a little over two hours. Oh, two weeks later, I'm beyond excited. <laughs> her bandages are coming off. Oh, wow. The doctor shows how far her now forehead used to reach. Now it's place. about half yeah. the height. Before it went all the way back here. And it feels so weird, but it's like a good way. Now time for Jenna to check out her new forehead. She's shocked, but loves the way it turned out. I'm ecstatic. I am so happy. Here she is before her surgery. Here she is after her forehead reduction. I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> Can be better. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, man. I'm done with people, man. Uh, I ain't done, man. I ain't done. Check out this, uh... Where do they find this stuff, man? I can't even...
ain't done, man. I ain't done. Check check out check out this uh this is a leader in Africa in some nation. Cause I don't have the particulars, but <laughs> hear what he's got to say. Check it out. Look what he's what he's banding in his country. Let me take this opportunity to warn our people publicly about the wrong practices in that region and promoted by some of the outsiders. Wakanda family. One of them is what they call oral sex. The mouth is for eating. Okuria, okuria, cham, cham. The, the mouth is for eating, not for sex. We know the address of sex. So yeah, my man's trying to ban oral sex. No, no, no facial, no, no facial play. No facial play, man. That nigga weak as fuck. That nigga ain't. Man, mm. That's like the worst. Throw this ball out of bounds. Yeah, so he sucks, man. He just fucking sucks. That's in South Africa. Uh, I don't know where it's at. It's over there in Africa somewhere. And we're going down south in South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Prez. <laughs> Said no more uh, going down south in South Africa. Fuck around with him. I don't know, bro. He, he tweaking. Tweaking hard. Um, in other news, though, you heard about the Waffle House shooting? <laughs> no. Yeah, there was a. Uh, no. There was a shooting at a Waffle House. Come on, man! Not the Waffle, not the not the upscale, fancy, bad and bougie Waffle House. Yeah, so. What uh, was they doing, man? Which one? I'm not. I'm. I'm about to get to the story right now. A 29 year old, but this is about the guy who stopped him. Uh, the 20. 29-year-old hero from the Waffle House shooting. I saw the opportunity and I took it. Uh, a 29-year-old man credited with saving numerous lives Sunday morning after he disarmed a man who opened fire on an Antioch Waffle House that he was just trying to stay alive. Antioch, Michigan? Pat Shoulders to... No, Antioch, Tennessee. Uh, Pat Shoulders to James Shaw Jr., 29, said after feeling concerned, he saw an opportunity to tackle the man shooting at Antioch Waffle House. There you go. He said he doesn't feel like a hero. Um, police spokesman Don well, Aaron told reporters. Definitely not a zero. <laughs> police spokesman Don Aaron told reporters Sunday morning that the Waffle House hero rushed the suspect shooter, disarmed him, and threw the assault rifle he was carrying over the counter. I didn't really know when everyone said that uh, of being a hero. It feels selfish, Shaw Jr. Said Shaw Jr. I was just trying to get myself out. I saw the opportunity and pretty much took it. So, Shaw Jr. said he was at a fraternity house party before heading to the uh, Bell Road Waffle House at about 2.30 in the morning with some friends. They left soon after because it was too packed, he said. They decided on the Waffle House uh, on some wild-ass road, which was just over two miles away. The group pulled into the Waffle House about 3.20. Not soon after that, chaos broke out. Police said that the suspect shooter opened fire at about 3.25 a.m. at the Waffle House on 3571 uh, Wild Ass Pike, um, which is just south of Mountain View Road. The shooting left at least four dead and four injured. Police said that the uh, they are drawing warrants for murder charges against Travis uh, Rinking, 29, of Morton, Illinois, in connection of the shooting. Authorities continue to search for Rinking. Oh, he got away. A man believed to be Rinking was last seen in a wood line near Discovery at Mountain View Apartments on Mountain Spring Drive near the Waffle House. The man was wearing black pants, no shirt, the police said. Black Panther. <sighs> this nigga's crazy. 
so yeah man shout out to him uh the guy suspected shooter is a white guy the hero they're talking about is a black man shout out to him for trying to be a hero there you go fuck the shooter for being a fuck boy just be careful man I'm trying to lose you make sure you uh whenever you do whenever people do that same procedure in the future make sure you do it like him you know you don't want to just be attacking people with guns all the time not probably the safest move what you got bro uh i saw this crazy ass audio book yeah hell yeah I thought this shit was beyond fucking wild. What's it, what's it going? What's cracking? Uh, <laughs> uh, the book is called Last Week Tonight. Last Week Tonight. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's called A Day in the Life of Marlon Bundo. So. I was just going through books that had good ratings and just reading the description, and uh, I kind of stopped fast on this one. It says, uh, meet Marlon Bundo, a lovely bunny who lives with his grandpa, um, uh, a very special boy bunny who falls in love with another boy bunny. <laughs> right, and I was like, cut, right? But it was like, <laughs> what made me die also was the fact that the fucking bunny's name is Marlon Bundo. And wasn't Buddy named yeah, Marlon Brando? Brando and he was all about some funny yeah, business and some shit. fun boy shit. Yeah, so I don't know. I think this book might be onto something. I think they were onto some funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trolling. So yeah, day in the life of Marlon Bundo, man. Controller, Joe. Controller. Um, but I guess the the book has some good proceeds, like you know, going to the AIDS United and all that cool stuff. So whatever. But thought that was mad funny and shit. <laughs> that is mad funny. Um. <laughs> I gotta give a patch. I, I guess I gotta give a patch shoulders to this guy, man. Uh, let me play the clip and we'll talk about it afterwards. Check it out. Wait. <laughs> so wait. Before we get into this clip, I'm sorry, y'all. It's just hitting me what this nigga just said, Joe. This nigga just said the book. The nigga name is Marlon Bundo. Like it's just hitting me. Like that name was just like Bundo. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Bundo. Ah! <laughs> Come on, man. What's up with them buns, though? Oh, shit. There goes. Oh, shit. Hold on. Wait. wait. Ah! <laughs> time out. <laughs> time out on the play. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to hear what we saying. Time out, too. T.O. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's wild. But hold on, man. Let me get into this clip. Hold on. Check it out. First. North Korea Damn. is coming along. South Korea is meeting and has plans to meet with North Korea to see if they can end the war. And they have my blessing on that. And they've been very generous that without us and without me in particular, I guess you would have to say that <laughs> they wouldn't be discussing anything, including the Olympics would have been a failure and said it was a great success. Great success. Uh, they would have had a real problem. It wasn't but for me. As you know, North Korea participated <laughs> in, in the Olympics and it made it. Uh, really, it was a, quite an Olympics. It was quite a success. That would not have happened. And they do have my blessing to discuss the end of the war. People don't realize the Korean War has not ended. It's going on right now. And uh, <laughs> they are discussing an end of the war. So uh, subject to a deal, they would certainly have my blessing. And they do have my blessing to discuss that. Uh, Japan and ourselves are locked. And we are 
uh, very unified on the subject of North Korea. We will uh, probably be, depending on the various meetings and be saying uh, words like conversations, we'll be having meetings <laughs> with Kim Jong-un very soon. It'll oh. be, uh, that'll be taking place uh, probably in early June or a little what Before I just that, fucking tell you uh, about probably. Assuming things go well. It's possible things won't go well and we won't have the meetings. No probably we'll or maybe to go along this very strong path I that think we've taken. None of that. Uh, but we will see what happens. So, uh, yeah, the, the nigga Trump. <laughs> the nigga Trump, man. I mean, what? This nigga found out he might have figured out a way to, to, to stop the Korean War. Does he get kudos for that? Does he get a pat shoulders for that? Uh, well, are we bigging up Trump for this? I think I think you should. I yeah. think we have to. I think on the political side, this is a very a very they, decent move, a very good move. Yeah, they agreed to stop their missile testing, basically, and shit. Yeah, put away their missiles. Yeah. Was, they that, was really fucking with South Korea hard, right? Yeah, they had them niggas on. And South tilt. Korea is one of our homies. Yeah, that's one of the squads. Yeah, one of the one of the gang members. But listen, so I mean, yeah, I think that's just real big, man. I, I gotta get a nigga Trump his props for that. Damn, Tony. So you Don't know yourself now. Yeah. So what about this uh, serious shit though? Is he's like, is that is that still? Uh, I think that's still an issue. I think I haven't really heard anything about it. I think it. It might go away just like the Syria bombing shit from last year. That's what made me stop really thinking about it because I forgot when you said, like, oh, we did this shit a year ago. I'm like, yeah, you're right. We did do this shit a year ago. So so this is one step back from World War Three, hopefully. Um, on the Asian side of things, we still got the Middle Eastern side of things, apparently. Yeah, which is super food like we were talking about. Right. It's been that way for ever's. About 30 of them now. Charlie Wilson ass. Got that good oil. Got them good resources over there, you know. Yep. Um, Wakanda. <laughs> was Wakanda in Africa? I believe or was so. it like a made up? No, no. Uh, it, it was in Africa. It was like Gotham City and shit? No, it was, it was, it was, in some, it was hidden in somewhere in Africa. Okay. The uh, Daily Bugle. Um, where was uh, Spider-Man took the place at? Was that New York or some made up city? Anyway. Made up city. Uh, <laughs> uh, check it out. Uh, let's get into Kendrick, man. I got to talk about Kendrick. I want to Donovan add, Mitchell. Yeah, I want to talk about Kendrick. And after Kendrick, want to talk about some little music that came out this week. But check El Musica Harry Fraud. And Kendrick Lamar has made history. The Compton MC has won a Pulitzer Prize in music for his 2017 album Damn. It's the first time a non-jazz or non-classical album has won a prestigious award in its decades-long history. Which, better late than never, I suppose. Pulitzer Prize administrator Dana Canetti, while announcing the winner of the award, called the critically acclaimed album a virtuosic song collection unified by its vernacular authenticity and rhythmic dynamism that offers affecting vignettes capturing the complexity of modern African-American life. So, how did it all come about? Well, Dana, who took the position of Pulitzer Prize Administrator over just last year, talked to Billboard about what went down behind the scenes with the Pulitzer jury and how KDOT nabbed the award. In this case, I don't know specifically what the piece was, but in this case, they were considering a piece of music they felt had hip-hop influences and said, well, if we're considering a piece of music that has hip-hop influences, why aren't we considering hip-hop? And someone said, that's exactly what we should do. And then someone said, we should be considering Kendrick Lamar, and the group said, absolutely. So then, right then, they decided to listen to the entire album and decided, this is it. Of course, Damn has nabbed many awards in the years since it's been out, but a Pulitzer Prize just feels extra special for obvious reasons. Like, who cares about losing an Album of the Year Grammy now when you have a f***ing Pulitzer? Well deserved, Kendrick. It's great to see a rap album finally grab a Pulitzer, and let's see if they keep the momentum going for next year. That's the news for now. Yo, for the latest yo, 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 yo. What the hell are they talking about, bro? 
So the Kendrick Lamar damn album won a Pulitzer. Damn. I don't know what a fucking Pulitzer is. So either, you know, but it clearly is some pretty per press ah press press prestigious. Yes, obviously it's a prestigious award. Um, that's very coveted by whoever the fuck. So with that being said, um, I don't like the explanation behind the fact that they how they how they just handed it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, somebody said Kendrick. Oh, we all listened to Damn together, nodded our heads together. We 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 we, we bounced around saying the word nigga around each other a lot, and we gave it to Kendrick. Like, my thing is like, Damn is a good album, but like, if you was gonna give something a Pulitzer, it probably should have been to like Pimple Butterfly. I feel like that reflected and covered. <sighs> Like a whole general overall understanding of black living and culture as opposed to Damn, where I feel like Damn was just like Section 80 Part 2. You know what I'm saying? It was just him talking about himself at an older age. You know what I'm saying? It was an older country talking about himself, basically. But that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck am I? I ain't giving out uh, Pulitzers and shit. <laughs> Polish sausages? What are you not giving out? <laughs> Nah, I ain't giving out the the, the, the two Polishes with the with the bag of fries for the for the three ninety nine, man. That ain't my lunch special, so Yeah, but you know, I mean that's I, I guess that's big, you know what I'm saying? Big. Shout out to Kendrick for that. Uh I saw that. Now, um, you got any more topics, bro? Uh I think so. Let me see what, what I got. What else you got? Cause I got a rant. Which I kinda wanna lead into like how I just wanna rob the rest of the show. Uh, I guess I should have brought this up during while we was talking about NBA's, but uh, what do you think about like the players that are have uh deals already? Like, you know, what I'm saying like I don't know, uh, James Harden for instance he's got Adidas contract. Uh huh. How do you feel about him having his own Harden logo on his jersey instead of the Nike? Uh, I mean instead of the uh whatever Houston's team uh advertisement is. Nah. Like whatever whatever they have. Yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying, but they ain't gonna pop off like that. Yeah, I think they think about doing that shit. Like, uh, really? Players like Jimmy Butler, how he's got Jordan and whatnot. Well, I don't even know if he's got his own logo, but you know. Yeah, he got his own logo. Yeah, if you got your own logo, looks you like have, the Russell Westbrook logo. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got your own logo, you'd be able to put that. I don't know with the team advertisement or instead, but yeah. I guess that's cool. I'm not really with all the advertisements on the jerseys. Like, if you're a player that's with Adidas or something, but don't have a logo, so you just got a Nike logo and Adidas logo on your shit. Nah, that probably ain't going to pop off like that. Nike ain't going for that. But basically, I don't know. They're just basically saying, like, if you are signed to a certain, you have the right to. Or Nike might let that shit fly. I don't know. That that, 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 that calls for an interesting conversation. You oh. have hella fucking advertisements. You're already going to have the Nike jersey. And then you yeah. got your team advertising. And, and then it's just going to get real fugazi when it comes to jerseys. Like, niggas going to start writing on their shits and shit. Like, how niggas already writing on their shoes and shit. <laughs> like, niggas going to get to writing on their jerseys and shit. Watch. Shit's going to look like motherfucking uh, railroad train. going to look like railroad train cars in a second. Yeah, I was already not with the uh the logos. Yeah, but it's not even bothering me. I don't even notice it really now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not looking that hard. And the Chicago Bulls low key don't have one on their jersey, so you don't True. see the same. You don't really see the change there. And then uh, for us anyway. Some of them you don't even know what the logo and the ad is. Right. Like one of them I was looking at during the playoffs. Some team got on some. I think it might be the Jazz. And I'm just like, the fuck is that? I think they got Western Union. 
don't know. But yeah, that's all I got really, bro. I ain't been, man, I've been you chilling, the, you know what I'm in, saying? In the mix. Wasn't looking at shit. I wasn't even watching the game. Like, I watched one game. Bro's in the Because I had money on that motherfucker. <laughs> I definitely watched that motherfucker. Yeah, bro's in the mix. Um, check, <laughs> check this out. Check this out. For the first time on 420, green is a go in the Golden State. Thank you very much. With recreational pot legalized this year in California, folks flock to dispensaries like LA's MedMed, buying buds with buddies, celebrating this unofficial marijuana yep. holiday. It's something natural, so just let people do what they want. Today, uh, recreational marijuana is legal in nine want. states plus Washington, D.C. And a recent survey found 61% of Americans believe pot should be legalized. The sign public opinion is shifting. That's how democracy works. That includes Senate Minority so Leader Chuck Schumer, who tells Vice News he's now introducing a bill to decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. Ultimately, it's the right thing to do freedom if smoking marijuana doesn't hurt anybody else why shouldn't we allow people to do it and not make it criminal last week president trump told colorado senator cory gardner the federal government will leave state legalized programs alone the states will be able to determine what they want going forward on recreational medical marijuana on this April 20th, some companies are slyly Oof. targeting those with a case of the munchies, while police are warning about the dangers the of music impaired driving. Yeah, the numbers in the city of yeah, LA no. show there's been a decrease in DUI alcohol arrests, but an increase in drug arrests. That's a few funny. departments took to social media with playful posts, like officers in Wyoming, Minnesota, who set incognito traps near a trail of snacks. <laughs> Joe Fryer, NBC News. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey, 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 okay, y'all, we cut that shit out, so don't worry about us saying hey. So, I think the rest of the show is just going to be spending, talking about pot, talking about weed. That's right. Uh, it was 420 right. this past Friday, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, 420. Also, I think that's pretty dope. I think I think that's coming soon. I think they're going to, I think they're going to finally let it rock. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I, I do like you gonna cry. I don't know. I do like the legal aspect of marijuana. Let's break down and cry somewhere. I'm gonna break down and cry in my front yard. I told myself that if they do do it, plant a plant, plant a plant a flower, <laughs> a big ass marijuana plant in your front yard. Just plant I, it. I did say like the day like it's legal wherever I'm staying. Like I wanted to go out in the front yard, just straight in my drawers, like light up and just lay in the grass and just smoke the whole joint, just to smoke in my drawers. Like six o'clock in the morning, like the front yard, like on your way to work. Like here I am Tuesday morning with like trash man seeing me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I'm just lit. It's just good vibe. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that shit will be wild. How you feel about it though? Yeah, I mean, it's a long time coming shit. It's been a while, like, you know. Still not here for sure, but I think they moving in the right direction. And uh hell yeah, I'm all for it. Straight up. Crazy, crazy. Now, with that being said, how you feel about 420? How, what does 420 mean to you? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just the data. Just uh, it's like the I don't know. It don't really. uh I don't really do nothing special. I haven't really done nothing special. I guess I just treat it like another day, but. Like a like a special cheers to it, I guess, or something. Right. I don't right. Know. Awesome. Right. So, fuck 420. Like I fuck with it, but I don't, because all you posing ass fuck boy fuck faces, 
when all of a sudden, all of a sudden, become like the biggest, the biggest fucking potheads in the world. You got your edibles, you got your, your <laughs> drinks, you got, you got all this shit. You calling people like, oh, come over, have a session. It's like twenty niggas in somebody kitchen, somebody bathroom, somebody fucking car, fucking passing one hundred and fifteen blunts, fucking choking and shit, and. I'm just over the shit. I'll be over the posing ass fuck boy fuck faces that be some fucking piehead. You feel me? Like, like, and don't call me. Stop calling me. Stop texting me. Like, oh, bro, what a smoke. Ooh, I know you. You one of the biggest smokers I know. I'm trying to celebrate 420. Why are you trying to celebrate 420? Like, you don't, like, you don't see me calling you on Cinco de Mayo. Like, what's the best liquor store to go to to get, like, the fist for the lows? Like, you feel me? Like, fuck out of here with that shit like that shit has been pissing me off all week like people been like steady hitting my phone like bro ooh, like don't bro me about no fucking weed like you don't even smoke like when did you start smoking like yeah shit was just bothering me all fucking week <laughs> swear to god man like it's pretty fucked up bro man like I get, I get high on a regular fucking basis you feel me like this shit ain't no like like lifestyle like oh my god i started smoking weed and experienced life a different way it changed my life like bro i've been doing this shit to be honest with you i had to realize that this year will make 20 years 20 fucking years all right 20 years <laughs> it's pretty fucking wild right mm-hmm. kobe played basketball for 20 years all right <laughs> in the nba I'm Kobe to you little niggas right now, man. Leave me the fuck alone, man. All right? And I ain't even finna retire, all right? <laughs> I'm out here. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I had to get that shit out of my system, man. Shit. I, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't have any uh ill wills or no negative thoughts. I'm good. So uh, you might have to do something about that. <laughs> Reevaluate your friends or something. I don't know who you're spazzing on, but it's fucked up. <clears throat> Everybody got to do them, you know? Yeah. It's not necessarily the homies because, like, my homies, like, of course, they they know what it is. It's the, it's the randos, bro. It'd be the random people that, like, had your number, like, from a year ago and shit. And, like, yeah, I don't know what those are. We don't do those. Random co-workers that I've had to give my number for whatever reason and shit. Like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, man, but... Anywho, uh, we gonna wrap this bitch up? Shit, I guess, because, uh, I mean, we ain't got shit to, uh, shit else to talk about, really. Nope. I don't. Nope, neither do I. We already covered this shit. I'm just sitting here watching this shit right now. It's looking like San Antonio got a hold of this for now. But like I said, yeah, it's coming into the coming into the fourth, Warriors gonna have a lead on some fool shit, you know. But you never know. They might uh, Warriors might do what they did before against the Cavs and be up. What was they up three three to one or three zip and three. lost in the finals? Three one. So they might, you know, they're good for it. They might, <laughs> they might, do they might do it again. That they're good for it. Hell no. But yeah, man. Session 4-4. Session 4-4. Hell yeah. Good timing and shit. And for, for, for a session I was light on the on the work, bro had most of this shit under control. Yeah. But yeah. Well. I would say, you know, happy 420, but bro might kill me. 
No, you know what I'm saying? It's cool, man. But you know who I'm talking about, G. It'd be no punk. <sighs> like, everybody want to embrace <laughs> marijuana culture now, G. Like, I remember being younger, G, smoking weed. And motherfuckers, like, telling me I'm going to hell and shit. Like, because I, I smoke weed and shit. Like, now it's just... Like, you know, it's about to be legal and shit. Like, everybody's such a piehead now. Like, everybody coming out the closet. It's like... It's like... Like, me as... It's, it's like... It's like... Nah, I ain't even finna do that, man. I'm finna end the show, man, because I was finna compare that shit to some whole other shit. And motherfuckers is gonna be looking at me sideways. Anyway, man, session <laughs> 44. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, man. Follow, subscribe, rate, comment, do all that shit. Hit us with the feedback. Bro, tell them about your quick study, though. Tell them about your study. Commercial study. Oh, Google. damn. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Tell them yeah. about the study. So I was just watching this crazy ass commercial and shit. It was a Burger King commercial and they just got to basically smashing the fucking sandwiches down like. Burger King. The yeah. shit just came on. Like literally <laughs> the commercial just came on. But anyway, they smashed the fucking burgers down with their hands. So I rewind it like, wait, did they have gloves on? <laughs> ah, you just missed it. <laughs> but nah, they ain't had no gloves on. And it was a white uh, hand. And I was, <laughs> so my survey basically is, are my, am I ever going to catch? any minority hands on these fucking food items that they are displaying <laughs> on these commercials so fucking disgustingly with no gloves but uh just the so hands far, right not just the models of people but hands just hand models right yeah like when they either holding the burgers right smashing the fucking burger bun down like the burger king commercial did right or like so they're 0 for one that was a white hand and then the chipotle. second one was chipotle and it was, they was basically just holding the fucking burger. I mean, holding the burrito, letting you know it was inside of it. And I was like, definitely a white hand. <laughs> I'm looking at this Subway commercial now, and I'm not seeing nothing yet. But I I said I was gonna do it for like a month, try to keep track for like a month. But I might I might do a do it longer. You know what I'm saying? Because I might keep on seeing the same commercial re rock <coughs> within the month. So I might have to expand Salute. through a thing. <coughs> Salute. So I might expand the survey through throughout the summer. You know. Cause you might have some new food items come out. We're bringing back the McRib, you know. They might have some <laughs> new commercials and shit on set. Remember the cheese fries commercials for, for uh, Taco, Taco Bell? Bell? Yeah, that we never did. Oh yeah, man. I, I had an idea. What? Uh, how we gonna start doing some new shit? What's up? One of them. Uh, I think we should go to a Chinese restaurant and one when we should have to force ourselves to yeah, finish a a bowl of noodles with chopsticks. And if we don't, then we we suck and we should never eat Chinese food again. No, nah, but I think that should be a funny challenge, man. I think that we should try to finish them. Rice would really be hard. I think noodles would be kind of easier. But we should probably do rice. <laughs> yeah, so. Go to go to somewhere. Go back to Ch Chinatown Part Two. You know, we're, <laughs> we're already we're already oh my God. we're already locals out there. You know, <laughs> so, so funny. we could definitely go back out there and re rock again. Apologize to the one restaurant. Like y'all shit was trash. But you know, we ain't mean to be all out there like that. Had better shit at fucking Chicago Heights. But uh yeah, maybe maybe need to re rock Chinatown again. But yeah, we should do that. Do that challenge, man. When's the last time you ate some rice with some chopsticks? When is the last time you ate anything with chopsticks? Never. Same, so think that'd be a crazy challenge, man. All right. Fried man. rice. All right. Fried rice with the sticks. We getting the fuck up out of here, man. Session 44, man. Stay well, yeah, we're 0 for 2 so far. Um, 
folks, minority folks. We're 0 for 2, man. But Burger King and Chipotle is not fucking with us right now. 0 for 2. All right, Well, the Popeye's commercial, we might have some luck. They already got the black lady talking for us. So, we got to see who's holding those drumsticks. <laughs> Catch y'all next week, man. We out of here. <laughs>